The book of Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 and 7. For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace there will be no end. And on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Yeah.
The Book of Isaiah, Chapter 53 Who has believed what he has heard from us? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he grew up before him like a young plant, and like a root out of dry ground. He had no form of majesty that we should look at him, and no beauty that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And as one from whom men hid their faces, he was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions, he was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace, and with his wounds we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray, and we have turned every one to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. Like a lamb that is led to the slaughter, and like a sheep that before its shearers is silent, so he opened not his mouth. By oppression, and judgment he was taken away and as for his generation who considered that he was cut off out of the land of the living stricken for the transgression of my people and they made his grave with the wicked and with the rich man in his death although he had done no violence and there was no deceit in his mouth yet it was the will of the Lord to crush him. He has put him to grief. When his soul makes an offering for guilt, he shall see his offspring. He shall prolong his days. The will of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Out of the anguish of his soul, he shall see and be satisfied. By his knowledge shall the righteous one, my servant, make many to be accounted righteousness, and he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore I will divide him a portion with the many, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he poured out his soul to death, and was numbered with the transgressors. Yet he bore the sin of many and makes intercession for the transgressors. Welcome everyone to the Truth Talks podcast. My name is Matt White and I have the undeserved privilege to be the pastor of Belcroft Bible Church and how grateful I am to also be blessed to call Buddy Boone my friend and my fellow brother in Christ. Um, we just have the joy of bringing this podcast to you week in and week out and I'm thankful for Buddy really this is his ministry and I just play a small part in it and I'm thankful for all that he does thankful for the work he puts into it which is uh, goes on behind the scenes that really few know about but he works so hard and really does a great job and I am thankful for the blessing it is in my life and for the way in which we have grown together hard to believe it's been two years since we have been doing this we have covered a lot of ground we've 
interacted with a lot of scripture, a lot of passages, a lot of sermons, a lot of cultural issues, whether it comes out of uh, Big Eva, whether it comes out of the evangelical world, or whether it's coming out of our our government, or even uh, COVID and all of the issues that are facing us. We've uh, brought scripture to bear so that we walk in the truth and not in the fear of man, and how thankful uh, I am to be helped and encouraged along the journey of of walking with Christ at this podcast has been edifying, encouraging, and really helpful in equipping us to walk in a manner that is worthy of the gospel, walking in a manner that is pleasing to the Lord, and I just know how thankful I am. I also want to thank all of you who have faithfully listened, who have interacted with the podcast, sent in your questions, your comments, your your cries of anguish. We, we appreciate that. We are thankful for it. It helps us. It encourages us. And uh, we desire to serve you. We desire to help. We desire to be an avenue of information when it comes to the scriptures. We are all about the truth. We want the truth to talk, not us to talk. And we are grateful for the privilege uh, for having the word of God, which is, is always right, always true, always applicable in every situation, in every issue. We have an answer because the Bible always has an answer. Uh, to help us to live a life of holiness and godliness no matter what. God has given us everything we need in the truth of God's inspired and errant and all-sufficient word, and thus we seek to go to it and elevate it and declare it, and we are grateful for that, and we are thankful for your interaction and your desire for that, which even makes this podcast possible. I also want you to know that the music that you've been hearing Um, is from a family within our church, the Itzel family. They are a blessing on so many levels as well as gifted, and they have a family ministry of music, and you can find out more about their ministry and the music that they they perform and, and do as a gift to the Lord. On many levels, you can see that on their website, itzelmusic.com. You can see the descriptions. Uh, you can see more information in the descriptions uh, for uh, this podcast. And Buddy will link it there, which will be helpful. I just want to say it's been a blessing to wrap up now year two and get ready to go into year three. It's hard to imagine that we've been at it this long, but I know I am excited for the year ahead. There is a lot more we need to discuss and interact with as the years continue to spiral further in uh, into sin and difficulty, as, as 2 Timothy 3 said it would, but we have hope in Christ. And I want to read this passage of Scripture. I think it's a good one to end the year out on and just to focus our mind and our thought and be reminded really of what this is all about and what we have learned over these last two years and what, by God's grace, we'll continue to learn and be encouraged by in the year ahead. It's out of Romans uh, chapter 11, verses 33 to 36, and I think these pass- this passage is so encouraging. Oh, the depth of the riches and the wisdom and the knowledge of God! How unsearchable are his judgments and how inscrutable his ways! For who has known the mind of the Lord, or who has been his counselor, or who has given a gift to him that he might be repaid? For from him and through him and to him are all things. To him be the glory forever. Amen. That's really our passion. That's really our heartbeat. That's really the core of why we exist and why we're here. And we want to praise God. We want to exalt God. We want to lift high the truth of God so that we might all walk for him, that we might walk to him, that it might be for his praise and his glory alone. Uh, The last two years have been about that, and we commit the year ahead 
to be all about that as well. And I pray you have that same perspective in your uh, life and walk with the Lord for nothing else matters. It's all about him. It's all from him, for him, and to him. May that be the cry of your heart as you end out 2020 and prepare for 2021. Lord bless you and may the peace of Christ encourage you both now and forevermore. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria, and all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth, And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in a field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, fear not, For behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. And at the end of eight days, when he was circumcised, he was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb.
gospel of Jesus Christ, it all starts with God. God is holy. He is all high above all men. And he is the ultimate set apart being that sits in the heaven and does what he pleases. He is the creator and he cannot be near sin. The sin or missing the mark, the wrong we do, that's where we come in because we are sinful creatures and as we cannot be near God we cannot see him neither can we go to heaven when we die as a matter of fact we are so opposite of God's holiness our sin deserves his wrath and we deserve to go to hell we deserve to die for our sins which makes us helpless and it's really what we deserve Romans 6:23 says the wages of sin is death but it all makes sense, right? We have done many bad things. And the old saying, you do the crime, you do the time, fits here, correct? Even the good that we do can't cover for our bad. It's all seen the same way in God's eyes. He calls our deeds, our good deeds, filthy rags. One-time use, bloody rags. That's our good deeds. So imagine our bad deeds. We are wretched, lost at sea, and nothing we can do can make us good enough to stand next to a holy God. Well, that is, no one but God. That's where Jesus steps up on the scene. He came to earth without fanfare, though he is a king and deserves all of it. He, a part of the Godhead, decided to make himself a baby, dependent on another person for everything. Imagine the holy God condescending to purpose 
two things. Living the perfect life for us and dying the death that we deserved. Because of our sin, we deserve death. But because of Jesus living the perfect life on earth, he deserved life. But he chose death. Why? Because only a holy God could live perfectly and stand in our place of execution. So not only did he die for our horrible deeds, he also lived the perfect life in our place because we certainly cannot. Now we have a choice. We can hear this good news and either accept it, turn from our sin and toward the Christ and accept his free gift. That same scripture in Romans I mentioned has a second part of that verse. Here's the whole thing. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. When we leave this earth from our physical bodies, we stand at the judgment throne of God with our spiritual bodies. At that point, we are judged on what we did. Did we accept the easy way to live or the difficult way to live? Imagine there are two roads in front of you, a fork in the road, if you will. One side has a smoothed out path, no bumps, and the dirt is packed down for a smooth journey. Very wide road and a comfortable, easy walk. You can easily see the end of that road, and it is a cliff that falls into what can only be described as an abyss. There is no way around it. It is certain death. The other path is rocky and hard to walk, very narrow, and it goes uphill, just adding to the difficulty. You can see the end of that path. It leads to a place of peace, a long ways away and a very bright light at the top of the hill. And there is a cross. Most people will choose the easy path, a few the hard path. The question is, which will you choose? I implore you to turn away from the easy path and choose the hard way. Or in, in other words, repent and believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ. This same Lord is Lord over all and whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Romans ten thirteen. Save from what? I'm glad you asked. Saved from God's wrath and judgment. Ultimately, saved from our sin that so easily entangles. And this choice is yours to reject these words and choose the easy path. Or repent and believe and choose the path that will be hard now, but brings life later. Thanks for tuning in to this. Please subscribe to the podcast and leave a comment. If you have a question, please send them to the Truth Talks Podcast at gmail.com. Visit our Instagram and Twitter at the Truth Talks Podcast and visit our website at bellcroftbiblechurch.org. Delighting in the word that we might walk in the truth. A ministry of Bellcroft Bible Church.